0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to A Home for Being. My name is Mick. My name is Joe. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about being divergent. Maybe some of you have seen the movie, but for those who have not, we'll do a little, I'll, I'll describe a little bit what the movie is all about, and then we'll dive deep on why this topic is so important. So, in the movie The Divergent, the story takes place in a dystopian and post-apocalyptic Chicago where people are divided into distinct factions based on human virtues. Beatrice Mm. Pryor is warned that she's divergent and this will never fit into any of these factions. She soon learns that a sinister plot is brewing in a seemingly perfect society. Now, the reason why this really spoke to us is that we believe that in some of our, you know, the way how our society is designed with our education system and the way how our work is organized in this current world is that we have to pick topics, right? So like when you study, you you either study arts or finance or you become a singer or maybe you become a plumber. Um and so even with our jobs, like often, you know, like if you're a doctor, if you become a doctor or a lawyer, the reality is, is that we end up um, spending all of our time in becoming a lawyer or becoming a doctor, which on the one end, one can think like, oh, wow, this is great, right? Because you that way you can become really specialist in, you know, a specific discipline. But on the other end, it's actually also, you can also look at it as some sort of trap. Because think about it, if you identify as a lawyer and you spend your entire life as a lawyer, that's quite the prison, isn't it? Because there's so much more human virtues we have or qualities, skills, desires, interests, hobbies that encompass this whole human experience. And let's just assume that we have only one life to live. What a waste is it that we only get to thrive in one arena? And not sort of explore and create room in our lives for multiple arenas or these factions that they talk about in this movie anyways in the movie it's problematic that uh, Beatrice is divergent and we were kind of like thinking about like how it's kind of funny because you know if you're very divergent in this world too like in this world I feel like it pays off when you're very specialist into something so if you're a youtuber you know, that's really good because you make a lot of money with it. And then your entire life, all you do is like make YouTube. Same with being a doctor, same with being uh, a lawyer. And obviously, like all of the other aspects, Um, I'm pretty sure like in if you work in a corporate field, what's often really rewarded is a consistent linear line. Oh, you always worked in tech Oh, you always worked in marketing roles in tech. Oh, you, you know, you move from one place to another in the same beam of light, which is not divergent right and so um, having said that yeah we just want to dive into how do we embrace our divergence in this world and are we even divergent I mean maybe there's differences maybe not everyone is divergent but um, I'd love to dive into it with you Joey my man Um, do you consider yourself as divergent and what are some of the aspects of Being divergent to
1: you. I actually do not not consider myself divergent. I'm only good at eating. Um (laughs) I find that I'm really, really skilled at at eating lots and lots of food. No, I'm kidding. Um, I am good at that, but I'm good at a lot of things. Uh, not just eating. But yeah, no, man, I think I love I love the topic because I think by nature of our humanity and even our theme at home for being, we talk about this, right? We say. In our description, we say in a world that's constantly trying to make you into something that you're not, or put you into some box, we can't be put in a box. Every human being, by nature of our humanity, is totally unique. This is what I believe. And Mm -hmm. there will never be another. There will never be another Mick. There will never be another Joe. There will never be. We are totally unique. And there's also like a discovery process, right? Like we get to learn and change and just by our very nature. And even when we're in school, we don't just take one subject. We take multiple subjects, right? And Mm -hmm. those subjects change. I mean, it's ridiculous to just put us in one box, but I relate to what you're saying. It's really easy. And I think think because of associations, we need to like do things for our brain. So if we meet somebody, like, what do you do? And if Mm -hmm. no matter what you happen to say, right, I'm an artist, i already met ma- i automatically start labeling you oh no. he paints right oh he's clueless oh he can't manage his own bills like you know, i'm an it oh an it person i've done a lot of work in it and it's funny uh there's people who are really really technical and there's people who need to manage teams and you know etc i'm fairly technical but i'm not extremely technical but if I say I'm in IT, immediately people like say, "Oh, he's an IT engineer. He's really technical," and right. I'm not. and so all that stuff. And and uh, yeah, it makes it a little problematic, doesn't it? Like being labeled and put into boxes. And um, I think we are divergent by nature. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting dilemma. I think because do right? you
0: feel like in your divergence, right? Um, can you like share some of your divergent skills, like hobbies and interests and how you, uh, practice or encompass that in your life? Or maybe what are some of the obstacles you find in your current life to sort of fulfill those needs and to be the well-rounded human uh,
1: you are? Yeah, I think, um, well, I like a lot of different things. I'm pretty diverse in interests. Like I love everything. I mean, I'd love to try everything, right? And uh, I just, I'm fascinated by humanity. I'm fascinated by life. But I think, um, you know, I know like in school, I chose a profession because, not because like I was really interested in it. I had an uncle who was kind of like a father figure and he was like, oh, do this so you'll get a job, you know? Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) how sad that I had to tell people that's my profession. They're already labeling me like that's who you are. Right. Right. And I think I've done a lot of work to break that label um, Hmm. and do other things because it's not really my strength, believe it or not. So, yeah, man, I've done, you know, many different things and uh, I like music. I like to sing. I've, you know, directed small films. I've done comedy. um, You know, all there's so much stuff, you know, man. And um, Hmm. it's, there's so many different things. And I like that on the one hand. On the other hand, I think it is cool, like, when you're exploring a bunch of different things to kind of find what you're really good at. I think that's kind of nice. And not yeah. to be labeled into something like you just show, well, oh, oh, Mick, you 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 majored in mar- marketing, but we right. find that you're really good at being a screenwriter. Well, no, because you majored in marketing, you can't do that. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It be quite limiting, maybe, too, like, yeah. when we think in yeah. those boxes. What about you, Mickey? Like, explain, like, yeah, some of the so- things you're – yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for uh asking. I am definitely a divergent human being. I did finance uh, I have a background like same to you. I just like picked a studies because I was like, oh yeah, I make a lot of buck. And um, so I studied finance. And the more I studied finance, at some point I just realized like that <laughs> finance or investment banking basically is just like professional playing monopoly, and it wasn't really my <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> And so I've done like a lot of different things. I've done uh, music video production. I produced fashion shows in New York City, Um, events, just like regular events, business events, uh, personal events, Um, did some writing, made some paint, some painting as well. Um, Did some TikToking for a while, which was really fun. Um, What else? Um, Yeah. So like quite a lot of different things, even with like when it comes to sports, like these days I'm a lot into lifting Mm-hmm. Um, but I like snowboarding, I like skiing. I like uh singing even sometimes I really enjoy uh singing and yeah so like the main obstacle that I found is often like finding the time to sort of like balance these things out to really create space to do those things mm-hmm. um and one of the challenging I find is usually like um yeah with work right like we all gotta work like five days a week, which I think leaves like many of us not very energized to explore other things where I have room and capacity for other things. Like Mm. most of the times, Mm. at least that's how I remember, um, you know, working for corporates uh, 40 hours a week. Well, first of all, usually it wasn't forty hours a week, but also um, yeah, just life just like passes by. Mm. And Mm. I think, or that's what I'm learning now is if I want to create more space for me to be just for me to be right, like home for being, just for me to be, Mm. I need to make some other changes. So Mm. for example, I live in Amsterdam right now, quite the expensive city, right? Thinking about maybe moving somewhere else where the cost of living is lower, and I can basically work less. Um, And then also the bridge to like, like number of hours worked. I think Yeah, what I see a lot of people in my environment do is they start working three days a week or four days a week, Mm -hmm. which really allows them to create like a day dedicated to like their hobby and their interests and their passions and also just exploring, right? Because um, that's another thing too, is like trying to figure out, like creating the space for you to figure out what you'd like to do. Mm -hmm. And then like regardless of, or if you want to make money off of it or not, um, I think that's very... Yeah, I think that's very important in being like a well-rounded human being, right? Because mm-hmm. I, think, I think most of us... Well, let me just say in my own experience, I see like when I talk with like people that are older, most of them, they just grind their entire life away because of one choice they once made. Mm-hmm. And it's like their linear path stuck to that. Mm-hmm. And then once they retire, they almost... Like enter some sort of like black hole because they don't know really who they are anymore they just like they're so identified with their work and everything they do that it's almost like terrifying for them to let go of something that's so big in their lives and um yeah i think it's really interesting to sort of like figure out like how can we balance that right like how can we balance you know doing things for money because we need money right and also doing things like creating space for us to do things for fulfillment, and obviously mm-hmm. in the ideal world, you know, we would do something that's fulfilling and we make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how's that for you, uh, Joim? How? Um, uh,
1: yeah, how are you experiencing that right now in your in your life? Yeah, no, I relate to that struggle. Um, you know, I think you and I have talked about that concept, icky guy which is a Japanese phrase the, uh, that means the the meaning of life or the purpose of life. And what they say is there's a lot more to it, but to kind of sum it up is like the more you figure out and grow in your understanding of what you love, right. Is one area, what you're really good at, what you can make money from and what the world needs. You kind of get from at least from a job perspective, you've kind of find a little bit more of your purpose from a work perspective. And I think mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense because as I hear you talk, Mickey, I'm like, if you could find people who really love what they do and they're really doing things they're really good at and, right. Right, and it's benefiting someone, I bet it would be really interesting to interview them to see how much more time and energy they have to even explore their other passions, what they're not getting paid for versus someone who's stuck in a box or in a wrong fit, mm. like the square peg stuck in the round hole. And they just, the linear, like, I got to do this, my job. And it's it's killing them. It's exhausting. And they're not going to have energy at the end of the day because it, it's draining, yeah. right? I, I think uh, I've seen a lot of studies around energy. And I, used, I I used to be a part of certain studies that show, like, what your main energy type is and what is it like at work. And how much is the swing from your natural MO, meaning like your natural superpowers? If it's aligned, it doesn't take a lot of energy because it's aligned. Mm-hmm. If it is not aligned, it might take a ton of energy. Like I remember there was one corporate job I had and my energy, because my my main energy is like creativity, insights, That's... ideas, motivation. And I was working at a job that was very like analytical numbers, blah, 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 blah right? And so for me, the swing was 70%, meaning I had to expend a ton of energy to go to that job. The guy who worked for me was 0.03 because he was already wired very analytical. So it was so easy for him. And he would do a lot of fun things, right? Like outside of it, I would be exhausted because the job took so much of me. Now, if you bring me into different jobs that I'm more aligned with, right? I'll have more energy because I'm doing something that I love and it's a better fit. If you pulled that guy into the, some of like creative spaces, he'd be exhausted because it's yeah. just not his natural mo. I, it's I find like you're that going against
0: your own natural wiring, it's, right? You're exactly. swimming against your own stream in a way.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I kind of find that interesting, but I, I I hear the dilemma that you bring up, and I think it's an interesting one. Like, how do we not be so enslaved or encapsulated in one dimension of life that it actually robs us from the other dimensions of our humanity and our being. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, think about it this, you know, we have, well, let's just assume we have one life. Yeah. Like, isn't it like amazing to have a taste of a little bit of everything, to have a little bit of a feel of, and not necessarily in a way to like, Cause like I feel like the way how I was taught was always like, oh, you want to become the best, right? Like it's always focused mm-hmm. on like becoming the pro, becoming the best, and everything what you do. So focus and consistency and yada yada yada. But if we look at it with our strategy, right? Like our mission statement, mm-hmm. being authentic and having a like living a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. I think fulfillment also comes from you know, different sources, not just like, let's say, for example, if I'm a tennis player, of course, I can become like the very best in tennis and all of that. But eventually, like, isn't life like more multidimensional, and that I maybe also want to have, you know, different needs met different experiences, like, let's say, for example, if I'm really into like motocrossing and nature and animals, and uh, like making stuff and like being creative, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be such a waste if I would just like focus on motor sport? and just like neglect all of the other stuff and just like only focus on that Mm -hmm. but then i kind of like the notion to sort of like do everything a little bit like you don't necessarily have to become the best like even if you like singing right like why only sing if your goal and dream is to become a pop star why not just sing because you love it Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: you know what Mm -hmm. i mean even with writing like if you like songwriting for example isn't it like amazing you can just like do that like write songs for people you love or maybe for certain celebrations or maybe just for Mm -hmm. yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. It's really like, yeah, it's like an insight that I got recently where I was like, Oh, it's such a waste to limit ourselves or Mm -hmm. let's like, I talk for myself to limit myself in that way. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that I do realize in 23, I'm going to start a new chapter. I'm probably going to start working for myself, uh, which I find very scary um also because i know if i want to make money with something right i know like i need to be consistent i need to focus um maybe the right word is really like i just need to balance it all out and i talked to someone today and she gave me like incredibly valuable advice i asked her like luke I really love like mental health and everything. So I might want to, you know, move more towards that on like YouTube shorts, TikTok and all of that content creation. But on the other hand, I also love making art. I even like sold paintings in the past, like the art I made. And so I kind of told her like, look, I just don't know where to start because I do feel like whatever I'm going to do, I'm really going to have to stick to it. Mm. And she said to me, she's like, Nick, it doesn't matter. Mm. All you need to do is to just do she
1: mm-hmm. told
0: her she has her own business she told her i had four different ideas that i worked mm-hmm. out before mm-hmm. i got to this one that one and that succeeded so your point is not to figure out oh which one of those four the ideas mm-hmm. is going to work or not your mm-hmm. purpose and your job is to figure out what's going to stick to the wall you know when mm-hmm. you grow like, spaghetti I basically that. i love that And it was so like like to me it felt like such a relief because i was like oh Mm -hmm. yeah i can just try it out right Mm -hmm. i can just like try it out i can just like figure Mm -hmm. it out um and yeah i think that's also like maybe that comes with it would be like being a well-rounded human being is to sort of trying things failing Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. making mistakes and just like exploring Mm -hmm. stuff not knowing like basically the not knowing right just to sort of Mm -hmm. walk different paths without really knowing the outcome so you can get be you know you can be surprised too Mm -hmm. because who knows like maybe that's the thing too at least if I talk for myself like my mind often uh wants to know things very linear so I want Mm -hmm. to know it all and then I'm gonna walk it Mm -hmm. but what Mm -hmm. a waste would that be Because I don't get to be exposed to the beauty of life, meaning being Mm -hmm. surprised, like discovering new things Mm -hmm. of myself, my interest and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, what what about you, Joey? Like, what do you think? Are there any other challenges or like ways that you feel like, oh, this is like a really great way to embrace your divergence or to explore that?
1: Well, I think it's interesting, man. Like when you were talking about like, I got to do this one thing and I got to, it's very future trippy and I I'm wired that way too. I'm wired to future trip and get perfectionistic. And I love the spaghetti off the wall. I also love like, like someone said to me, get out of the like outcomes and results business. You stay in the simple present moment in the simple action business, meaning like Mm. you try things and you let things happen. And Hearing you outline what you outlined, I've, I'm have i older than you. I have been many times the guy who did that focus. I got to do this. And I put all my effort into something that wasn't my strength, right? It's like the reverse of the icky guy. It yeah. wasn't my strength. I wasn't even really good at it. And because I was insecure that I wasn't good at it, I'd put even more energy in to be good at it because I thought if I wasn't, that would be disastrous. Mm. So I didn't enjoy the other parts of my life. And I can honestly tell you if I had worked 80% less and not had been so focused on pushing that square peg into the round hole, Mm. there was so much abundance literally coming my way that I missed because I was so hyper-focused on the wrong thing. So to her point of having those four things and it kind of like just works out, I really believe in the flow. And and, it, wow. and I say all this, it's, you know, I can, I can forget this in two minutes. And I'm it's wired hard to practice, right? What's up? It's hard to practice, right? Because it's so it easy. easy. I'm yes. sure our
0: listeners are also like, oh yeah, well, like that makes sense. Just tapping yeah. into the flow. But I feel like, yeah, it's, it can be really challenging to sort of like put it to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, yeah, I'm thinking like, maybe we can even like brainstorm about like solutions for that. Meaning... Mm-hmm. Um, if I just think out loud here, I would say, yeah, just not be focused on the outcome. Just literally mm-hmm. just wake That's up. Right. I think like you and I talk about this, right? What yeah. makes today a good day? What's the one baby step I need to do? Right. To move forward. Right. And right. obviously we're talking now a little bit about like setting up your own business or whatever, or starting something for yourself, but this can be with everything. Cause I feel like. Yeah. When we try new things, whether it's like trying out new hobbies like dancing or singing or ice skating, mm-hmm. I think our brain is naturally wired to stay in the familiar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really want to go out. And I feel like with like asking those little questions, like focusing on the one baby step, we can sort of,
1: yeah, tap into the flow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think like simple actions, mindfulness, staying in the present moment and then paying attention to what you're enjoying, and then trying, creating, experimenting, exploring, right? Like, yeah. try, like, have fun with it, right? Instead of like, so definitive, um, I think is important. And then kind of see, like, follow what kind of happens, you know, like, not making everything so big deal. I think detachment is a big one, too. Like and yeah. being detached, like Eckhart Tolle, right? Like, when, if I make it this this business, everything in my head, I'm already defeated. I'm already yeah. defeated. I've taken away even my energy. Yeah. It's crazy. Unless like, if it's like, yeah, man, this is going to be amazing. I'm super like, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm staying in the present and just kind of enjoying what happens. And I'm, I'm experimenting. How did that work? Okay, let me try this. Something else will happen. I, I really believe it's like a night and day reality. And, and for me, Mickey, you bring up like, how do we do this? to practice right like you practice Mm. the con the contrary way of my ego because my ego wants to be in control my ego Mm. wants to predict my ego wants you to know that i know everything and it's it's just bullshit you know yeah Yeah. oh that's beautiful set like especially with the ego because i think
0: like our ego is there right we can't really get rid of it but i do feel like we can become conscious about it And of course, like the way how our world and brain is organized is we want to know, as you mentioned earlier, we kind of want to know, like, we kind of need to group sometimes like people or information for us to get some sort of like sense of, you know, organization in our mind of all of the information, basically. Because otherwise it would be like way too overwhelming. But what I notice is like sometimes, um, yeah, to ask yourself the question, like, how important is that role for you? So meaning Mm -hmm. when I'm at a party, am I really trying to convince someone like, oh yeah, I produce music videos or like, oh, I find like, if somebody does uh, marketing that I found them like really interesting that so like basically like that, I'm very like I attach a high value to my own labels and values, but also Mm. to other people's, right? Mm. I'm sure Mm. we've all known this where people are like, oh yeah, I'm dating this guy or a girl and he's a doctor, he's a lawyer and all of that. And I think we aren't really our jobs, right? Or we aren't really, like, let's say, for example, even if you're the best writer in the world, you're not really, like, a writer, right? Like, you're you're divergent. You're a well-rounded human being. And I think Mm -hmm. even though I appreciate people acknowledging their expertise or whatnot, I think, ultimately, we're doing ourselves a little bit of a disservice in overlooking the other aspects of what makes Mm -hmm. us the well-rounded human being that we are. Because guess what? Sometimes you know you're an amazing dad you're an amazing mom you're an amazing caregiver you're amazing presence you're you're amazing energy you know a radiating peaceful peace of human energy better like that i see i got the notification that's wrapping up here
1: but uh, before i do so do you want to is there anything else you want to sure no i think i think it was a good discussion man i think um you know, my takeaways for me out of this discussion is to be true to myself, right? To kind of even, I really love the the icky guy, like pay attention to what I love. Uh, There was a guy, Jim Collins, and he wrote a book, Good to Great. It's an older book, but his concept was, even for corporations, get the right people on the team, put them in the right seats. And I think that right seats means like, I'm in a role that's playing more to my strengths. Mm. Like that, it's just really important to, Find what you love and find what you're good at and play there. I yep. mean, the people who I find are more happy, do that. The people who I find are less happy are doing the opposite. So just that is like really simple. So be true to myself. Don't get so hyper-focused on a goal making it an idol and just trust the process. Throw the spaghetti off the wall, experiment, see what drops. You know, it's it's exciting. Like you said, Mick, have yep. that R in wonder and adventure in life is a beautiful thing. That's for me. Takeaways for you, my brother.
0: Thanks so much for sharing. I love, by the way, the little introduction of like sharing the takeaways. Well, first mm. of all, going off the beaten path, I think, uh, is one. Mm. Second is mm. to be really become comfortable with being uncomfortable, meaning like not knowing, like detaching from the ego. Um yeah and and really daring to focus on baby steps so less mm. mind clutter less like oh i want to become this and that or i want to do this and that but just more like oh like i like ice skating okay let's like organize a trip to an ice rink you know mm. just just as easy like that oh i like nature oh let's go to the forest oh i like uh recording videos oh let's like record one video this week mm-hmm. you know what i mean or okay. i like law oh maybe i can just um uh explore some courses or, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe I want to do like interior, de- like I want to become an interior designer, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even go there. I want to become an interior designer. No, I like interior. I want to explore this. You take mm-hmm. an interior course, because when you already say like, oh, I want to become an interior designer, boop, stakes are there. Now you better, you know, like you're you're almost setting yourself up for mm-hmm. failure. And the reality is, you don't know. You mm-hmm. really don't know if that's really your vibe, if that's really your thing. Of course like from you know maybe in magazines you think like oh that sounds really cool that sounds really awesome or whatnot but i think ultimately it's for us to experience what really defines us and i think that's changing all the time too right so just mm-hmm. about like the baby step going out in the arena um yeah we see that mm-hmm. so yeah. i want to encourage our listeners as well to think about like what makes you a well-rounded human being and do you consider yourself a divergent and even though like I know there's the reality where we got to make money, right, and all of those things, um, what, what are some some of your steps, how you can create space for that? We talked about maybe like cutting back on work, maybe working part-time or one day less a week, or maybe like moving elsewhere. So your cost of living are, are lower. We'd love to hack this together with you. So if you have any mm-hmm. tips and tricks, how to sort of, you know, live a fulfilling and authentic life as the well rounded human beings we all are we love to hear from you. Yep. This episode is airing, or our episodes are airing every Sunday at 9 a.m. PST. Um, I will hope to welcome you back again next week at Home for Being. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Take care.